starting to build a following um like what were you doing before like you had tiktok like before like this became your platform yeah so i mean i graduated college in in 2019 and you know like the first job out of college um i wasn't super into you know what i mean yeah i was like yeah you know this isn't super fulfilling for me. I'm not super passionate about this or anything. And then I was like, okay, I know I need to do something else. I know there, there needs to be something, some, some type of creative outlet or, or something. So, you know, I, I initially started with like a blog, you know, scrap that, yeah. moved to another blog. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, I got to silence this. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and then I, you know, then I tried, another blog and a YouTube channel. And then I moved on from that project and then ultimately just decided to do kind of a personal brand, um, mm. mainly focusing on TikTok and YouTube. So, so like, yeah, a lot of people like to, uh, open up a brand with like, like, this is me, this is my name. I'm putting this out there. And, uh, cause if you, if you make a brand and you use your name and you become successful, then you could become successful in anything. I mean, like if tomorrow Oprah started selling shampoo, it would be a, an instant success just because she's Oprah. Um, so it'd be perfect. So I think that's kind of cool because I, I could definitely relate to that because I, I went to college. I was like, oh, this isn't for me, all that kind of shit. Um, I scrolled all the way down to the your first TikTok. Was that, is that actually your first TikTok or you've like deleted some? No, I've deleted some. Yeah. I, I've deleted some and I also had like a, an older account too that i like had done some tiktok stuff on as well so now what what, uh, what is yeah. it about like you because i i kind of get this vibe from you when you're on tiktok about like um it's like the wild america and like just yeah be yourself and it's like kind of surferish and kind of uh, skate it like that's um like punk without the like the head banging stuff you know it's like really like hippie you know what i'm trying to say like without being like i hope i don't sound rude and it's cool what what draws you to that? Like why, why that lifestyle? Yeah, that's a good question. And I feel like, I guess there's, there's, it's not uh, as much of like, a, what draws me to my lifestyle, that like lifestyle, whatever. And it's a little bit more of just kind of like me being myself and also kind of trying to find myself creatively. Um, so it's just kind of like a lot of experimenting um, yeah, I guess that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of, that's the thing. I, I feel like a lot of my TikToks and stuff, like this is kind of about still just trying to find myself and both like, yeah. you know, find myself in life and then in, like creatively as well. Um, yeah. Cause I see a lot of people on TikTok and this is kind of what bothers me about like social media and online uh, personalities is I feel like, and I said this to Easton, the person who connected us. I said, um, I see a lot of people that advocate for um, this kind of lifestyle, or that kind of lifestyle, and they're and they're always happy and always showing these, uh, you know, grand times in their life. And now, is that their entire life? No, of course they have ups and downs too. But a lot of the times, I feel like I'm being sold something, even though you're not selling anything. I feel like I'm like, am I supposed to like give these people money? There's there's these people on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook that sell a um, a lifestyle of like business and entrepreneurship, and that kind of annoys me because they talk about it like it's anyone could do it. I, I spoke to this woman today, I, my coworker, 
And I said, look around you, right? I was like, all these people, they, they think to themselves, we, we've progressed enough in society. We should be able to all like find a way to be happy and whether it's through automation and UBI or we should all be able to feel fulfilled. And like, okay, maybe, but somebody has to suffer. Somebody has to fill the jobs that, you know, someone has to scoop ice cream. Somebody has to pick up the garbage. Somebody has to do this, this or that. And those could be great jobs for people that love them. But somebody has to fill every single position. So not everybody could have the most fantastic life. Somebody has to suffer. So I look at people that are like showing up and everyone can do it. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't stand people like that. So then I look at your stuff and I'm like, okay, he's not selling me anything. He's not trying to convince me really. He's kind of just documenting his life. And that's, am I encapsulating what you're kind of doing? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, there's not like a, I mean, I know the, the business TikToks that you're talking oh, about, like where gosh. someone just shows like the bottom line by <laughs> like, my like $200 yeah. course. Actually, or, yeah. yeah. No, that's not like for me, there's not like, I didn't go into this with like an intention of like making money or becoming famous or anything. It's more just like, I have a passion for creating and video. And, you're very uh, good at it. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I'm, I have a long way to go, but you know, it's just, it's fun for me. And, um, I think releasing something like actually putting it out there is like, that's kind of like a huge part of the creative process. Right. It's like not like done until it's released. Right. And like shared with the world, you know? So it's like, I'm not doing that really to make money or, you know, be famous or whatever. It's more just like mm. finishing the process. Um, um, cause it's, that's an important part of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I said, go ahead, go ahead. What? I was just going to say what you're talking about of like, okay, sorry, this is really, can you hear this? I this can hear it actually. I can hear it. I'm sorry. I don't know how. Is that on your computer? Out. Yeah. That's so it's funny. Oh, uh, you have like a Mac, right? I do. That's weird. I don't. I don't know. I. I wouldn't know how to fix that. I. Have, I have. Uh. Um. Uh, uh, Windows. I'm sorry. Why <laughs> oh, that's happening? This is, this is bad. Oh, <laughs> no that's, mess with okay, okay. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. Uh, but what you, what were you just uh, talking about with the conversation you were having with your uh, coworker, coworker that yeah. reminded me of a, a movie? I don't because you you do movies a lot, right? You talk about movies. Oh yeah. Th- thank you for noticing. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um. Have you ever seen, um, it was with Chris Evans, I think it's like Snow, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, of course I've seen Snowpiercer. That one where you're just kind of saying reminds me of Snowpiercer of like, you know, someone kind of has to suffer and like fill in like the less desired roles in society, you know, I thought that movie was like definitely really interesting, like way to articulate that, that point because it's kind of true, you know what I mean? Like. Yo. Someone's got to do the manual labor and like, um, Kyle, I'm no, getting the chills right now, bro. I'm getting the chills. Cause we just, I feel like we just hit like a good pocket. Cause I, I kind of want to talk about that. Yeah. That shit. I remember I was, uh, I don't know. I was 13 or something. I was talking to my father about my friend who, um, it's just, it was like his first job, but he was working like, at, he's like a cashier or something. And we were talking about people who do, like, minimum minimum wage jobs, like, seven days a week for the rest of their lives. And I realized when I was, like, 13, I was like, well, somebody has to do it. 
And then since then, it was like a struggle not to be the person that has to slave away like that. Snowpiercer is a really good example. I love that movie too. I feel like it's really underrated, if I'm being honest. Um, That somebody has to do the shit and no one realizes. Um, well, some people do, but no one realizes that everything is a competition to the top, and um, not everyone could be happy. It, it's it's unfortunate, but true. You can find happiness within yourself, I think, perhaps, and I think that's kind of what you're doing, is, is you're finding um, purpose and meaning in life itself, but I think, you know, finding happiness in life and finding happiness in yourself is, is a little different. It's like fulfillment and accomplishment, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. No, I, I do. And it's definitely just, I mean, it is really interesting and it does kind of bring up this question of like, what is success? You know what I mean? Cause I mean, you, some people have made it to the top, like of, you know, like success and yeah. have tons yeah. of money like this, but are depressed. And then you do have these people that are working the manual labor jobs and whatnot. And they are kind of like more internally happy and, and um, they don't need, money and status to be satisfied, you know? Um, so it's just, yeah, no, it is, it is interesting. Um, well, yeah, there's this, um, I don't know if it's called the happiness index or if it has to do with the happiness index, but right now in most American, uh, like towns and States, you have to make at least 60 grand a year to be happy, you know? Like that would be that'll pay for your bills, it'll pay for your life, and you'll be able to actually splurge a little bit. That that's enough to be happy. And they say any money after that, you you don't get more happy. You can just afford more things. And that's why people say more money, more problems. Because those super uber rich rich and wealthy people, um, they might be able to do anything in the in the world. And you know, just like how Instagram shows everybody happy, perhaps they aren't very happy. Because when it comes down to it, eventually, yeah, the more money you have that probably means you're doing more to get that money. That probably means you got more going on. Is it better to live a life of uh, wealth or happiness if the happiness choice means you get only like sixty grand a year for the rest of your life? Like, what's the right way to go? You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's definitely like. I mean, I'm obviously like I don't have everything figured out in life. Oh, yeah, like of that, course not. That's something that I'm constantly kind of like thinking about of, of just like, you know, what's the balance between um, like choosing financial like stability and, and success and just like passion and um, stuff that I enjoy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause I think that there is, there is like a, a balance between the two is, is um, ideal, you know? Um, yeah. Well, you said, we, you know, what, what is success? And whenever people ask me that, I say it's the accomplishment of my goals. And I think the hard part is having goals. You know, I, why did you say, tell me again, why, why you, you said you left college or you, what you, what was your thing? No, I, I graduated college, but I just kind of, my first job out of college wasn't gotcha, gotcha. like to me really. I wasn't, yeah, into it. So, so would you say you have goals right now? I, I do. I do have goals. Um, I'm not someone who like, I mean, I think I may, may have like a vision for myself, but I don't have like, you know, 
like five or 10 year goals like that, just because, um, I think so much can change. Um, but more so just kind of, I like to do more like yearly goals or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and goals that are kind of, that I have control over to, to some degree, you know, for example, with the TikTok stuff, um, I have a goal with that is to post, um, I just like recently made this goal. Um, but just to post like 112 TikToks when I was making this goal, there was 112 days left in the year. Oh, so okay, I was like, that's cool. 112 TikToks. Um, but I think that goal is better than like, I want like, you know, 50,000 followers or whatever, just cause there's not, not really like control over that. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what about you? What, what are some of your goals? goals? My God, I don't know. I, I, I do want to, I do want to say something about what you said though, about how that was, very, that's a very ambitious goal to do a TikTok a day for the uh, rest of the year. That's very ambitious. And I thought, I was thinking about this today, today about ambition. And I, and I wondered, I think the problem ambitious people have is not that they're ambitious, but they don't know how to uh, correctly, you know, focus their ambition because I feel like. And I'm very ambitious, right? It's like, okay, like years ago when I would play Minecraft with my friends and I'd start, the first build I would do on the map would be huge. And my friend would be like, that's really ambitious. I don't I don't know if you're going to finish that. And I'm like, go, go screw yourself. I'm going to do it. And of course, Minecraft doesn't matter. It's a video game. But in life, I see the same thing. I'm very ambitious. And I've realized, okay, if I have these huge goals or grandiose stuff, or if anybody has huge goals, usually they're going to fall short. What ambitious people have to do and I think if every ambition per, in, ambitious person does this, they'll find success, uh, at least a small amount, at the very least. Every ambitious person, what they have to do is take those goals, understand those are your goals, and then get rid of all of them and work on just one little thing. And, and I know that's kind of common. Everyone understands that. But let me put it into this analogy. If you're really ambitious and you, let's say you have to clean your room. And you're so ambitious that you can't sit at one project. You're you're cleaning that corner, then you're cleaning this corner. Now I gotta clean my desk. Now all oh, the the fans dusty. You always jumping from place to place. Will the room get clean? Yeah, sure, eventually. But what's the quality of that cleanliness? Instead, if you're so ambitious, let's see how fucking clean you can get that one carpet. Oh my gosh, it'll be immaculate by the time you're done. So I feel like every if every ambitious person, instead of going after everything, just worked on one thing until it was complete. I oh my gosh the stuff that would get done, but that's what I realized. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird that we talked about that. I was literally walking around work and I was like, "Hey, that's the thing." Um, but goals, right? I don't, I don't. I'm like I just said, I'm ambitious. Anything I say now, I'm gonna sound like an idiot. You know, it's like you fucking <laughs> no, dumbass. No, no, no. Um, I don't know. I, I I think I've always, like I said, haven't had ambitious goals and. I, if we're talking about life goals, um, I think I'd like to be content or be able to have enough brain capacity to understand what is and is not important because I think I forget what is and is not important, and I think I value the incorrect things. Um, I think I have a big problem with that, and, and I think the worst problem is I'm very self-aware. Like, I know I have a problem, and I can't fix it because I'm so aware of it. But if we're talking about, like, technical goals, like, for YouTube or shit, I... I have 109 subs on YouTube. I have uh, 144 follow. I, I like I'm small time. I got just started. I got 144 on TikTok, and between my two Instagram accounts, I have like 
almost 700 followers. Um, I would like to have 135 subs by the end of the year, which would actually be November. So that's not probably going to happen. But I think the point is, I work so hard that I at least got somewhere, you know? I don't know. Yeah. So that's my technical goals, I guess, getting more people on board. Yeah. I think what you were just saying about getting to a point where you know what is and, you know, is it important? Yeah. And, you know, you're saying that you you kind of are self-aware of that, like, in, in ways, but at the same time, like, are not, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, what, what would you say is something that, what's something that you've kind of realized in your life that that's just not that important yet you struggle to like let go of it I guess I think it's it's not that I know what's my my problem is I know what's important but I have a hard time prioritizing it mm. for instance and this, this is going to sound so horrible but okay my, my family my friends my my relationship um like all those things should be the highest on my like to-do list like those are the things I have to uh, take care of and I think the reason why I neglect them not in a bad way my relationship's beautiful I am in love with my family my friends and I oh my gosh incredible but I, I know that I'm I think I'm hurting myself because I'm, I'm doing less with them and more with other things because the way I see it is if I if I'm not happy with who I am on my own. If I take a shower and I think in there and sit in there and I can't be happy with who I am inside of my head or if I'm trying to go to sleep and I can't because I can't I can't stop yelling at myself. If I'm dancing with my let's say wife one day at our wedding and all I can think about is the things I I failed I don't I don't think I could ever live confidently or happy. So I feel like I have to Find what's what's good about life for me, why I want to continue life before I can invite others into it. However, this is the problem. My reason for wanting to live should not be those things I just said. My reason should be my girlfriend. My reason should be my mother, my father, my sisters, right? It, it should be my family and friends. But I have prioritized the wrong things, and I'm aware of that, and I and I and I can't fix it because I'm a greedy human being, and I want more. You know, mm-hmm. it sounds shitty that I'm just saying that out loud, and I still I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, no, I mean I, I appreciate you for being so honest and stuff, but I mean I think here's the thing though too. It's like not everyone will say that, but I feel like to some degree, yeah. that's what so many of us are experiencing. You know yeah. what I mean? Just that same exact like thing of like you know we know relationships are super important but at the same time like there are things in our life that we want to accomplish and and like you know want to feel successful and you know it's weird i know i totally get what you're saying i think that's part of the human condition is realizing everything too late because i you're going to sit on your deathbed and you're not going to be thinking about you know the house you bought when you were 34 or you're not going to be thinking about the cars and what you're going to be thinking about the memories you have because the memories are the only things you could actually keep. And if there's an afterlife, it's the only thing that you can take with you. So yet we 
we have a hard time realizing that again until it's too late. And I think that's very human because a, a human is just like any other animal. The only unfortunate part about being human is that we realize that we're alive. And we realize that we're alive, yet we can't fight instinct, which is growth and prestige. And that growth and prestige is usually what ends up making us unhappy. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's really, it is it is bizarre. Like, the, the, just like the human ego to me is, like, fascinating. You know what I mean? And, and yes. I wonder, like, when in time kind of the the ego transform from more of like this protective thing mm. and into more of like a, you know status and and like i don't i don't know it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing to think about it's an, it's annoying isn't it isn't yeah. it fucking <laughs> annoying i was also today was a crazy day at work like i keep bringing up shit that i happened at work i was also talking to the same coworker and i was talking about i, I was kind of talking about ego i was talking about power right and now, when you're when you were in high school, um, and listen, so, some really attractive people might be offended while while I continue talking, but suck it up. Um, if if and and you might have been one of them. I don't know what your high school looked like, right? Yeah. If you are in high school, and you're, because I was talking to my friend, and he had this problem. He was like, I I I, I would talk to uh to girls, I would talk to women, and and they would. They wouldn't really talk to me back. Like I don't get it. And my friend's a good-looking guy. He, um, he's fucking intelligent. He's crazy. He's he, he's awesome. I love him to death. Right? Why wouldn't a girl in high school be into him? Okay. Well, this is what I maybe thought. I think in a high school, one of the most people are attracted to power. Most people, right? And evolutionarily, women are attracted to power, and men are attracted to people that don't harm them. So. And listen, fact check me, I don't give a shit. If you're coming here for news, you're an idiot. Um, I feel like people that are attracted to power, right, in high school, one of the forms of power is attractiveness. If, you, if you're, like, hot, you're sexy, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, I'm amazing, like, uh, that's power. Mm-hmm. So when a, a girl and a boy are both attractive, they don't need to do much to realize, hey, I want to I wanna screw you, Right. But when they talk to somebody that might not be that attractive, the unattractive person is like, well, let me tell you why I'm amazing, why I'm a good candidate. And then the attractive people are like, I've never had to do this before. This is really weird. I don't want to have anything to do with you. And then that's how kind of how high school is. And then later in life, that's not really allowed anymore. Like, if you're attractive, that's not enough. You've got to be, like, really cool. That's why really um, the people that like the really attractive people in high school end up being, like, the same level as you later on. Um, it's just the power dynamic, but I feel like w- the ego, right, comes from back then. How you saying? Oh, I wonder when it came about. Back then, ego was like, oh, I'm big, strong man. I can do this and that, and I protect and provide. Now it's so fucking weird. Like we don't know how it works. We don't know how. Like who's what and why? What's who? You know. That was a long-winded way for me to say. This is what I think ego is. <laughs> It is, it is super. It is super interesting to think about. Yeah, this is so no, funny. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's so mind boggling. <laughs> I was like, hey, Kyle, you wanna? You like you are on TikTok? Let's have a podcast. And now we're talking about like the fabric of human identity. 
I love it. This is these are the conversations that I enjoy personally. Well, okay. Stuff like this. Then let me ask you a question. Totally different. A totally different yeah. question that I was also talking about today. Okay. Religion. Is religion mm-hmm. a form of freedom or a form of control? I think I think it it really goes I think it's I think it can be like I think it's used as a form of control in okay. some ways, but I do think like at its core what it's meant to be is that freedom, you know? And um I mean I'm I've have you ever heard of this book, The Power of Now? Oh my gosh, you're the like eighth guest I've had that told me about it. I need to read it. I haven't read it though, yeah. but I know of it. It's okay, so I haven't read the full thing. I've read the first chapter because okay. it's one of those books that like I personally reading it, I was like, Okay, this is gonna be a slow read that, that I wanna take like, you know, several months to read, like just over time, right? I'm, I'm not gonna just like focus on this one book right now. I'm I'm wanna like absorb it, right? It even like the book even has like moments like on a page where it's like pause and just like, <laughs> just like, that's just cool. Take that in, you know? But one of the things that uh, this author was saying in the first chapter, I believe was he was like kind of this state of now, like this state of just kind of um, being there and being present. That is what, is God and Allah and like, like it's like, like all of these religions are basically the, the same kind of thing. And it's this like, just this being in the present, like this, this kind of, um, this peace. And I'm, I'm probably like not describing this super well, but do, this do, is, yeah, I'm still trying it. to figure go it out it. myself. No, go no worries. No um, worries. But it was just, it was just kind of saying that like, religion is kind of misunderstood in a way when it's really, it's, it's less about kind of, you know, like what's said in the Bible and like the scripture, like, um, of, you know, different religions or whatever. And it's more about this kind of feeling of being and being like present. And that, like, that is kind of like God. And like, that is like the religion. Hmm. I yeah, let I me let me help. No, it's okay. It's all right cuz I I was uh I was fascinated cuz I, I was I was listening to this thing I, learning about um I actually I I've read the entire Bible. I I have like 50 pages left to read, but it's like tw- 20 great gatsbys. It's fucking huge. But yeah. I um I, w- I was learning about how in relation to what you're saying when Moses wrote the Old Testament, he was like, I have to explain God in a way that people would understand. So I'm going to say it's a he. I'm going to say he does this, he does that, like as if God's an actual person. But a lot of philosophers and scholars think that Moses did that to help people understand when really what Moses should have said is it. Like it, because we don't know what it is. It's here. It's everywhere. That's this is God, right? And I've also heard the explanation of Jesus is that Jesus realized that he is the same as everybody else. But what they haven't realized is that we are all collectively God. And 
I I don't know how to open that up any more than like me just saying that. But it's a cool idea thinking about how our collectivism, right? Everything that's living, we we are all God, and it's our um, accumulated, you know, emergence. That is where the power comes from, and I I don't know if that's what you were saying, but it, that's what it reminded me of. I mean, that that sounds like right in line with kind of what I was trying to describe. Of like, it's not like this one thing, but it's more of just like this. You know, it's not like something that you could like see. It's more of just like this feeling that's like within that everyone's capable of like, um, like feeling, I guess. And um, and I think religion is just one of those things that you know, kind of like gets misunderstood in a way. And like, um, you know, obviously, like it's got it's there's great things about religion, and then you know, there's of mm-hmm. course there's some other not so great things about it. Um, yeah. Well, I, I want to say something I think that you're going to be able to relate to. It's that people say that um, religion was made for, for a lot of reasons, but a lot of people say religion was made to prevent or to remedy suffering. Because life is, we kind of just concluded with life is suffering. How do we make it better? How do we suffer less? And then people made religion. Okay, so this is a guideline on how to suffer less, how to how to live life without disease, how to live life with a, a blessed family, whatever. And in Buddhism, which the story about how Buddhism was uh, started is amazing. And Buddh- Buddhism isn't a religion; it's a lifestyle. Um, but it's about how accepting that life is suffering and accepting that no matter what you do. No matter what choices you make, you are going to suffer. Except that now, that's not going away. What you can do, though, is you can choose how to suffer. What's going to hurt the least? Do that. And when I look at your TikToks, I, I, I wonder, I try to put my, and I really do this. I'm like, I try to wonder what you're thinking when you're sitting on the beach or whatever, doing the, uh, the cold water challenge that you're doing. And I'm like, does he ever like go in the water and just sit on the beach and be like, what the fuck is what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what am I doing? Right? Because like, what is life? And these are the choices you're making, and this is how you're finding out what struggles you're choosing, what struggles you want. You chose to jump into that water and feel pain, but it does something for you, right? That's a struggle you chose to do. Like, why? You know? Yeah. Do you want me to answer? Like, I want you to answer whatever, whatever you want, however you want. <laughs> Go for it. Um. Uh. I mean, I guess with that, this, the cold water thing I'm, I'm doing, I mean, there, there are several reasons why I decided to do that, but the main one was because like, I felt kind of comfortable in my day-to-day life. And I was like, okay, I want to do something where I just feel uncomfortable every day and I'm going to see how this goes for me. Right. Um, because I do think that that's kind of, something that's I believe to be pretty important in life is like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I think that's really how we grow. Um, and that's kind of one of those things that you can't put a number on it or whatever. Like you can't like, you know, like if you push yourself out of your comfort zone, like you will become a more confident person. Right. And like, you know, any, you know, however much money you have in the bank or like followers or this or that, like, I, I believe that like doing stuff like 
pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, like more intangible, I guess, like uh-huh. will make you more confident and just like grow as a person, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I know, I know what you're saying. Don't, don't do that. You're, you're right. You're 100% right in what you're saying and how you're saying it. Cause you're, you're, it makes sense where it's the only way you can grow is to struggle. We keep going back to that, right? It's like when you break a bone, it's going to grow back stronger. Why did it do that? Right? This is how it works. But then you could make it use it as an, an analogy where it's like, it struggled. It got stronger, right? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, which I honestly, I don't like that quote, but it's just annoying. Uh, sure. But yeah, I, I, I get that you can't, you know, you can't grow plants in a field without plowing it first, right? You got to mm-hmm. disturb that soil. And it makes me uh, think about how you said it's um, so, oh, something about a, you know, when you have like a gut feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah, yes or no? And if it's, you don't have, if it's not binary, you don't have to answer this. Do you believe in gut feelings? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So you believe in gut feelings. Now, let me ask you. If you have to get yourself out of your comfort zone, okay, that makes sense. We just kind of agreed that, you know what, that getting out of your comfort zone usually ends in progress. But then you also could have gut feelings. Where's the line, right, between I don't like this, this isn't for me, and I have to get out of my comfort zone? How do you decipher that? That's that's a problem I've had my whole life and I still currently have, and I'd love to know your take on it. Between, okay, can you say that again? So between, between so yeah. where's the line? Where do you draw it? Between I have to get out of my comfort zone, and here's the other part, I have a gut feeling that this isn't for me. Yeah, and I th- so I think that there is just like a self-awareness, I guess. Like, um, like I think a lot of the times, like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone it's stuff that you know is a positive for yourself, right? Like, so many people are afraid of, like, public speaking, right? Like, me included. Really? You're on a fucking podcast right now, and you do TikTok, you son of a bitch? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but so, like, that, to me, when I think of public speaking, like, uh, it kind of, like, freaks me out, right? But then it's, like, I think about that, and I'm, like, okay, if I put myself in a situation where I am public speaking, like... I just know that that would be like a positive thing. Like I think about all the, like, I'm not going to die if I public speak. Right. You know what I mean? As far as we know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, As far as we know. So it's kind of like this, just thinking like, what what are the risks? What are the benefits? Like I I think about public speaking. I'm like, okay, if I do that, like, I feel like, you know, I could bomb and it could be pretty embarrassing, but like, I think I'll step away from it being like, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. not bad. Right. But then if it's something like more risky, I guess, like, you know, if I'm trying to like bunny jump or something, even though, bun- you know, bunny yeah. jump is not that risky, but just an example, right. Something more like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, if there's like, okay, well now there's a little bit more risk involved. Like I could potentially like get hurt here. Right. Yeah. I think that's when that gut feeling I guess comes more into play of like, okay, if I'm not feeling super confident about this, like I don't think the reward like outweighs the risk. Um, I think it's one of those things that, that that's, you know, it's different for each individual, but I think it's just like a lot of that is just kind of, you know, common yeah. sense too, of just like 
I don't know. So, yeah, everyone yeah. has like different levels, you know. I understand what yeah. you're saying. It's it, for instance, okay. So like when I was at college, and I hated it, and I was like, "Is this like one of those things where like I have to get out of my comfort zone, or like this is just really shitty? Like I can't, I couldn't tell, you know." Yeah. That that that, I don't like being in those situations because usually I'm able to like kind of decipher things, but sometimes I can't, and um, I think that's really annoying. That you know, another annoying thing that how how life works. Where it's, it's true, like we said before, the only way to get better is to struggle. And then it's true, um, or at least it's subjective, but between us, it's true that you can have a gut feeling um, towards something, and then you don't, like, what do you listen to? It's like between your heart and your brain, what do you listen to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- yeah, I mean, and I think that's just one of those things, too, that, your gut feeling is not always going to be right. You know what I mean? Of course not. And sometimes it, sometimes it will be right. Um, and I think that's just like getting to know that is just part of the human experience. And that's part of just like growing older. And, and you just learn, you just like learn that a little bit more about yourself about when you trust that gut feeling, when not to. And, and um, I think one thing is interesting though, this kind of made me think of this. I think this is kind of like a stoic, thing mm. but like um when like kind of thing about like anxiety and, and moments that you feel like anxious in like i think one way to kind of reduce anxiety in a way is if you're like nervous headed into a certain situation like think about like if it goes absolutely terribly and like everything goes wrong you know what i mean yeah and just kind of like going through that scenario in your head and realizing like, okay, it's like everything that can go wrong goes wrong. Like what will I do? You know what I mean? Like how will I like come back from that? And how will I be like, okay, you know, it usually ends up working out is what people say. And sure it does sometimes, but what's give me, can you give me a personal example when that's happened to you and you were like, fuck, this is not going to turn out good. But then Look, you seem pretty good now. Like, give me, give me something. Like a personal example of um, when I was. Yeah, being like. Just like pushing myself out of my comfort zone, kind of like. Or like, like that. Like, give me an example of when you had to be stoic about something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I could, could say like the first time I ever spoke like on camera and uploaded it on the internet, oh, I was okay. super hesitant I was like super nervous and that I mean that's I'm not like a super extroverted like person and I'm not like like I'm a pretty shy dude and really? I was like before ever putting myself like it's super unnatural to me to like talk to a camera and like wow do what I'm kind of doing right now and then the first time I ever did it I was just like fuck dude I was like no yeah. sorry I don't know if I, can <laughs> I sw- you know often I swear already Oh my gosh! I I felt back because I was swearing. I was like, "Does he not? Does he not like swearing?" <laughs> Say whatever you want. Uh, but okay, so anyway, I was like, I made my first video, and I was just like so in my head about it. And I was like, I was like, "What if like my friends see this and they think I'm stupid and like what like this and that and like yeah." Um, but then I, I was just kind of in my head. I was like, "Okay, well." I see myself, like, I like making videos, and, like, I, I see myself, like, 
I see all these like YouTubers or whatever people like that I admire. I think they're, they're dope. And like, I would love to live that kind of lifestyle. It's like, so I'm not just going to let my fear of putting myself out on the internet, like hold me back from doing something that could potentially be cool or whatever. Yeah. I, I think, and I was talking to Easton about this again, for anyone listening, the person that connected us. Um, I talked to him about that, about how most people right now, they, they, uh, they see these big dreams, whether it's being a YouTuber, being a the president, I don't fucking know, an astronaut, uh, uh, an actor or something. And the reason why, this is kind of going full, full circle to like prioritizing one thing over another, is the re- one of the reasons why people want so many big things is because they're on Instagram all day and they see people doing it and accomplishing it. And you're honestly envious and jealous. You want that life. You want to live it. You want to have that. You feel like if I don't have that, what else am I going to do? What, what kind of purpose do I have? And um, so I understand what you're saying. Like, am I going to let my shyness or my uh, introvertedness prevent me from even trying to obtain that life? And it was interesting how your desire and your want was strong enough for you to get over that. And that doesn't always happen. And I'm surprised and I'm sure you hear this all the time now that you're, you, you'd call yourself an introvert. Um, if that's what you do, at least a non extrovert. Cause I mean, like, look, like you just said it, look at what you do right now. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. did your friend say anything when you started doing this stuff? I bet they think it's fucking cool now. It was, I mean, that's the thing too. It's like all of my, I mean, I have amazing friends. Like I, I love my friends and, Whenever I told any of them about it, it was nothing but support. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. no one's ever said, like, oh, this is stupid or whatever. You know what I mean? So, it's like... What were you... What, what, what Were you, like, afraid of anything specific? Just kind of, like... I just... I've never been someone in life that's... Like, I've always kept a pretty tight circle. I've never been, like, what you say, like, a popular kid. You know, like, uh-huh. I'm not, like... And I never had that desire either. Like, I don't, like, I, I'm not someone who, like, craves attention or who wants, like, yeah, like, who wants all the attention on me or whatever. Like, I'm quite the opposite, you know? Um, but I think that there was just such a itch for me to create and um, to just make stuff that I thought was cool. And in order for me to do that, like, that was kind of the route I saw was just to do it myself, like film myself rather than like seek someone out and like, Hey, can I film you, man? Can I make like videos of you? Like I knew it was kind of, kind of had to be like myself in a way. And like, like, I don't know if you're a Kanye fan, but it was kind of like, like, <laughs> like are you, do you like, well, Kanye I've got, I've got a little bit of a problem with Kanye. We can talk about well, that. Well, okay. We'll, we'll get to that. But <laughs> like, you know, Kanye, um, he was a producer, right? And yeah, then he yeah, got yeah. in a car accident, basically. And, and then he, that was kind of like, okay, he's like, I don't want to be the producer, man. Like, I want to be like the rapper. I want to be like, I want to be the guy. And like, that was, I mean, my story is not that dramatic or anything, but that's kind of like the mindset of just like, you woke you know, up. Attention, but like, I yeah. want to do something cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you yeah. want a piece of the world. I think that everybody wants a piece of the world. Uh, my friend put it in a good way. He said that all humans want some kind of permanence, meaning they want to have a legacy. It's like um, it's like an Anne Frank ideology where it's like, I don't want to die, or at the very least, I'm not afraid to die. 
I just don't want the world to forget me. Everyone wants a piece of them that's going to be permanently put onto this planet. I think he put it so well, because he was talking about how all humans want some form of permanence, whether that's a child, whether that's a book, or they, they, they spend hours and hours a day building a car in the garage. Like, they want something that's real and tangible. And honestly, to be kind of weird, bring it back to Minecraft. He was saying that's why people love Minecraft so much, because when you build it, it's not going anywhere. And you, people like that. It's why people like Legos. It's why people like uh, Lincoln Logs, if that's even still a thing. It's like, that's a g- really good way to put it, where you're like, I want a piece of the world. <clears throat> and um, you woke up. This is what you did. You woke up. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to do something. I think, I, think you're doing, I think you're doing a pretty good job. How, how would you rate how well you're doing? I like, I'm very happy that I made the decision to start like putting myself out there and, and creating, you know, and it's not like, it's not like I'm making any money or like have loads of followers. Like that's, that's not what's about to me. It's more just like, I'm, I'm creating something pretty much every day. And like that to me, like just feels good. Yeah. You know, you're that's, like that's good the, at it. And like, it's, it's kind of one of those things too. It's like now that I'm, I'm doing it, like I don't, it's going to, be you know something I've learned about myself and like how important it is to kind of have something creative and and that's something that I didn't know about myself before but now I know that that's something that like needs to be part of my life like for the rest of my life pretty much like it's wow. I always gonna like gotta be creating something I feel like yeah yeah that's a big part of being human creating something and you're and I mean like you're I, I've talked to a lot of a lot of like uh, young young filmmakers and stuff. And although you're not making movies, you're like really good at what you do. Um, like it's very captivating. And it's like I don't is that it's just your phone, right? You're just using your phone. I use, sometimes I I go back and forth between like a phone and I have like a camera that I got in high school too that I because the, so. the quality is like really like when you do the what the Nystat videos or something and you see your the fucking mustache. I'm like why why can I see his soul through through his fucking lips? Like he's like it's so. The pictures, the quality is so good. What is that, by the way? What do you? What is that? <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, Van Nice that thing. Oh yeah, I just like I'm a huge fan of Casey Neistat yep. and Van too. That's probably like my as far as like content goes. I would say those guys are my biggest inspiration. Makes I think sense. particularly Casey. I think he's like his. He's like the goat content creator in my opinion i think he's like yeah he, subs awesome. well, he, um, he was like the first big vlogger right yeah like his style is just so cool um and but anyway so like van nice kind of did his i don't know if you've ever seen like the spirited man on youtube mm-hmm. um it's really cool i'm a i'm a big fan of it super creative like just super well done um but i really i really liked it um, and it, that whole thing is kind of just like about this persona of like the spirited man and like a spirited man, like is, is this and this and like, um, and I loved it so much and it really spoke to me about like being a spirited man, but part of me felt like I really wanted to become a spirited man, but I wasn't quite there. Like, like I felt like I was still growing into a spirited man and that kind of made me want to make like the wild dude, which, which is just like. Well, oh, I get, there, yeah, yeah. There's the step before, like, a spirited man in a way. Um, well, can you explain what the spirited man is? Can you, like, go a little bit further into that? Yeah, it's just kind of, like, so, it's just kind of, like, I guess this this persona that um, 
like van has kind of created of like all the things that like a, a spirited man does it is kind of just like painting a picture of what I consider to just be like a good man in a way, you know, just like just all these kind of positive qualities, I guess about, you know, a person like, you know, someone who tries to fix things and like someone who has like, uh, you know, a good role model, like, I'm doing a pretty bad job explaining it. Yeah. If, you ever, if you ever get a chance to watch it, I, I I would, and you'd kind of understand. I think I've never seen it, like I just said, but I feel like maybe is it like a man who like okay uh, reads reads a lot, like every day and like works out every day and and breathes in fresh air and goes on hikes like that kind of thing. It's kind of like, oh gosh, like does it wait? It's a YouTube, right? Is there an about yeah, page? Let me see if there's an about page. You should watch the, the trailer. Like, um, Van Neistat, here he is. Oh, this is, oh my god, this is his fucking about page. The Spirited Man is an unlimited series about the spirited man or woman who lives inside of all of us. Thanks, Van. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm well, looking at his thumbnails. I mean, he kind of just like has fun. He's kind of like, I, oh, I guess it's kind of like, um, you know, getting older, but never forgetting to be a kid, kind of. That's kind of what it, the thumbnails look like, anyway. It's very, like, it's very, to me, like, it's just, like, it feels, like, wholesome, and it feels just, like, um, just, like, good kind of, like, morals, and, and like, I don't, I don't know. That's kind of what you do, too. Like, like that's, like, that's why, in the beginning, I asked you why was it this kind of content and this kind of lifestyle that drew you towards it? Because you're very... You're very, like, clean. And I don't just mean that in, like, the editing. I'm like, everything looks super, like, you look clean. You're, like, your hair, your face, your, uh, where if you're in a house or an apartment, everything is clean. Like, it looks pristine. When you pour coffee into whatever the fuck you're doing, I'm like, how do you get a mug that fresh looking? Like, everything looks perfect. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know how to describe your content, but it feels like if I could describe it in one sentence or a term, it would be a scent list, so there's no odor, but a very cold and fresh breeze. That's kind. Mm. Of, that's kind of what I get from from your content, which is a good thing, though. Like, like it's refreshing. That's a better way to put it. Refreshing. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Love it. Um, <laughs> but because I feel like it's, uh, do you use the word wholesome? And I feel like your content is kind of like because sometimes wholesome is kind of like really aggressive because i feel like some people like people like there's this other tiktok i think he's a tiktoker who like has a cabin and like he has like a, a box tv and vhs tapes and he's like here you go buddy have have some soda pop and you know what i'm talking about like yeah. <laughs> that's like aggressive wholesomeness and it's cool <laughs> but I, it's too much for me i feel like what you do is right between wholesomeness like wholesomeness and what comes like what what's the opposite of that? Like you're in the middle where you're like, hey, let's uh hang out a little bit. We're just we're it's chill. Mm-hmm. Like like I I you're that's why I like the re- word refreshing because uh whole, like what the other content it's a little little too little too much for me. So I think yeah. that's kind of cool. I don't know. I like that. And I, that's why I was trying to figure out what what was it this what was it about this content? And I think I realized you don't even know. It's just the style that you've grown into, right? Mm-hmm. 
I like that. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Next. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think it's cool, especially from a content creator's perspective, it's finding a niche, right? Finding a place to go. Even if like how you said, like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not doing it for the money. Like there was no money when I got started. Why would I be looking for it now? And I, I think that's cool. Um, but also like I, I think I said it before. Actually, I don't know if I did. Be like a lot of people, including myself, at times are very outcome dependent, and that means I want to see some form of success, right? The accomplishment of my goals. Um, a hundred and twelve TikToks by the end of the year, whatever your goal is at this time, right? You you want to accomplish that so you can feel like you're doing something. Humans desire growth, right? That's what we talked about before. So I want to like understand. What what? Hmm, how do I how do I how do I put it like with, with niches and stuff? People don't will pick something so saturated that they'll never get growth. So they feel kind of worthless. They feel like they're doing something wrong. But you pick the niche that's although saturated, right? That kind of like self help, hanging out, good life kind of vibe. You've as far as I know, and tell me if I'm wrong, because I want to know, man. As far as I know, you you feel at the moment moderately or decently fulfilled i feel it's you know i don't really have like a a straight answer because this is something that i guess i'm still figuring out trying to figure out with myself like i'm fulfilled in the way of like okay i'm i'm creating i i know that i love creating and i'm doing it you know and i'm i'm producing i'm getting done what's done in my control um there is like a side of me and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like there's a side of me that like does like to see videos perform well, you know, like does like, it does kind of, it is cool to see like a number go up or, or, or whatever. Right. But I also know that that's not, that healthy in a way, you know, like, and, yeah. and like, I, and it's something that I actually like kind of struggle with, with TikTok. And I really am not on that app that much just because like, I, I don't think is like always the most healthy thing for me to constantly be checking, you know, how my videos are doing there or whatever. Um, but it's like this weird, weird thing where it's like, yeah, I want to see the videos do well, but at the same time, I know that that's not what's truly like, fulfilling to me because that will never end like it's like if that if i base like my success off of like a number like once i reach that number it's just gonna be another higher number that like um you know i, I yeah. need to get or something like that you know i mean like, it's weird yeah. there's, there's gonna be like we said before people some people have to struggle there's gonna be video creators and there's going to be video consumers that's not to say that we don't all consume and we don't all create but some are going to do more than others. And I don't, you, what you just said, I, I got to remember what you said. Go back a little bit. What do you say? You said something about, um, help me out. Uh, God. Uh, say numbers again? And numbers. Because like it reminded me again about Buddhism, where, oh my gosh, I wish I remember. I don't know. But a lot of what you're saying, and I don't, I don't think anyone really realizes this, is that, a lot of this present day, this current like vibe that a lot of content creators are making are very Buddhist. 
at least the self-help ones, right? The self-help, the lifestyle creators, um, they are very like, it is what it is. Tomorrow's another day kind of thing, um, which is kind of like what Buddhism's about. Uh, I mean, like, that's a really small way of explaining it. But I don't know, you said something there that was a really good really good point of it. I don't know how I forgot it. I was so stupid. But yeah, anyway, yeah, there's content creators and content consumers. And like I said, we all we do it all. But I like how you're like, hey, it's not healthy to be on it all the time. But uh, you you enjoy it all the same. Yeah. It, it, it's just like, it is weird. Not, I don't know if like I'll ever kind of grow out of this, but like there is kind of just, you know, there's two sides of it of like, you know, I want to see the videos perform well, but then like part of me is like, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter at the same time, you know, like it's, it's weird. Yeah. Okay. So then let's go back to talking about goals real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your life looks like, Kyle, but what, if you found a passion or you, if you found a love or you really like, you know, creation, what would be the next step in in Kyle's life to continue doing that in a way that would be able to keep him alive, right? How would you survive if you wanted to continue doing this? Well, I mean, I guess, like, that's the thing. It's, like, eventually, like, to make some money, like, would be really helpful, you know what I mean? Because that's the thing. It's, like, if you're making a little bit of money off of what you're creating, then you can put more money into it and yep. you can make it better and, and it can just be more sustainable. Cause it's like right now I'm putting a lot of time into it and I'm enjoying all the time I put into it, but it's not like I'm getting money out of it. Right. You know? Yeah, and yeah. then, so to have like to, to get to a point where I am making a little bit, bit of money, like that would be nice. I would make it more sustainable. Um, and that would allow me to like make better stuff, you know, and like up, up the value and, and, and whatnot. And I think to me too, like, I, you know, I appreciate you for saying that you think my stuff is like a, you know, Oh yeah. Breezy, yeah, know, it is. That's exactly how I describe <laughs> it. Yeah. But and then like, to me though, it's like, when I look at the stuff that I make, like I'm, I'm proud of it. I like it, but I also know that there's just so much more I can give. Like there, yeah. there are so many like ideas that I would love to execute. And I just like would love to get to a point where my skills are good enough to where I could kind of take the visions I have in my head and put them into like a tangible piece of art and like a, like a cool piece of content, you know, but and, like, honestly, like, I think it would be really cool to make, like, films um, eventually. Hell, like, yeah. But um, I still have, just have so much farther to go as far as just, like, skills and, like, storytelling ability and stuff. So, um, Well, I'm, I'm at, sorry, 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 go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, so I think that's kind of, like, a goal is, like, to get to a point where, like, I'm really, like, be like kind of like a master of the craft, I guess. And like, I can take a vision and, and put it into something in real life. But again, I don't know if that's something that's like possible to achieve or if I will always just be like seeking to be better. That's, that's what I was going to say. The, the Buddhism thing where it's like you, or it's not really Buddhism, but read between the lines, do some research, study, meditate, whatever. 
where it's you you have to accept that you will probably never be enough for yourself. And once you accept that you'll never be enough, then you will be enough. Um, yeah. That's, I think, what a lot of content creators and just normal everyday people go through. I think that's, that's yeah, that's big. That's a big thing. And yeah. kind of like, I mean, I think you and I both can really on the fact is like, there's knowing that, like being aware of that, and then actually like, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. You know, like it's it's like I said yeah. before, being self-aware but not being able to fix the problems that you know you have. Um, I'm happy that you you said what you'd want to do because I was going to ask that. Um, that you would want to make films and stuff. My my co-host, my other pod series, uh, he's he makes films. He's a really great screenwriter, and I've been in a few. We're filming one right now, but um, <clears throat> I I think with your editing, the way you film things you should look into like one minute, two minute short film competitions because those mm-hmm. exist and they can do, they're a lot of fun. You can get into a community. And I mean, like you're, you'd be really good at it. I feel like, and let's look Thanks. writing short films, in my opinion, is a lot harder than writing like feature length or, or longer films. But you're, you've, you've been practicing for how long now you might as well try. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a good idea. I really should. Yeah, look, look into look into uh, film competitions. There, there's you can do one minute short films. There's two minute short films. Like the, the, anything you could imagine, it's out there. I went to film school for like two and a half months, and that's like so many people are trying to get to these competitions and stuff. So, um, it it's a thing. But anyway, I want to go back to you saying more talking about film, but how this is what I'd want to do, right? <clears throat> if whether you'd make money through TikTok or YouTube or you got like a, a another job and you funneled that money into your uh, TikTok or YouTube or whatever, what do you think you can do right now if you had, let's say, okay, let's say you have like one grand. Not, it's not a lot of money, but you had one grand. How would you make your content better if you could? Because I, I honestly think it'd be very hard and you can take this in a good way and a bad way. I think it'd be hard to make your content better. One, because... I feel like you kind of perfected this kind of content making creation. I think you found your style. But also, I feel like it's very hard to expand from a short film TikTok thing. So how would you make it better? That's a good question, too. Because I think, I mean, I think a lot of it's not like, it's not like if I got a grand, like my, you would be able to tell, no, like, yeah. I mean, oh, wow, this, this got a lot better. Because, like, no, it's no. not really, like, the money that makes it better is more like yep. the accumulated skill over time or whatever. And, um, but I think if I got like a grand, for example, like there's just like some gear that I get like a better, like right now I like talking to my like iPhone or whatever. Like I would get like maybe a new mic. That's like, cool though. That's your style. Yeah. See, I like that about you. You like the iPhone? <laughs> I like that because, okay. Because listen, Kyle, everybody does that. Everybody. So it's, it, it was once, Oh, you're poor. You're talking to your iPhone. It was once that, and now it's trendy. That's how trends work. It's people that mm-hmm. can't afford things, which is the majority of people, start doing it one way, and that makes it trendy. So that's your style. That's you. Get a new mic. You'll sound amazing. I don't care. But I don't think... Don't be too worried about that, because that's that's Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I, I got so heated yeah. over that. I'm sorry. No, I appreciate you for saying that. And I think that's like... 
that's also like another thing too, I guess with my content is like, I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm not going to say like any names, but I feel like maybe sometimes certain like influencers or content creators, whatever you want to tell them can get like maybe a little bit of an inflated ego or whatever. I'll I'm say like, some names. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think what makes, I mean, at least like the people that I like, what makes it so appealing is kind of the down to earth and like relatability factor of it. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. that's something that I don't, I wouldn't ever want to lose. You know, I don't want to, yeah. you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, uh, H three or Ethan Klein. No, I'm not familiar. All right, they're they're a YouTube channel. They they have a podcast. Um, and I used to listen to the podcast a lot, and like they're a lot of fun. Um, and and I enjoy them, but a year ago I stopped listening to their podcast because it eventually just became rich people talking about being rich, and I was like, this, I'm why am I listening to this? Um, yeah. I don't like that. So I'm glad we could both identify with it, not liking that fucking shit. That's stupid. Yeah. I think that's another reason why I was so, you know, I've always really loved Casey Neistat's stuff. It's just like he, he was, I, I don't know how much he made, but I'm sure he's doing like very well and, and had done very well over his creative <laughs> career, but he always gave off a very down to earth vibe. And it was never like, flaunting you know what i mean like yeah, sure yeah, like yeah. you know he's he's he had awesome like opportunities and stuff in life but it was never like you never felt like there's just like a big ego or it was just always just kind of like a i'm creating i'm doing what i'm loving type of thing yeah, yeah. that's what i felt K- casey lives his life like an ex-president because he, he just sells books and does speeches like that's that's what he does it's kind of funny yeah. and i i don't i used to watch him but I don't know what he does now because I feel like he only posts a video when he needs a, a paycheck, which is kind of annoying. But it no, is what, nowadays, you think? Yeah, I think so. Because he posts like what, like once every three months? The last time I, I checked, though. Kind of, I think he's kind of in retirement mode. That's, um, you know, that's you're, what I mean. you're right. I, I just I just type Stacy, not Casey. I'm an idiot. Hmm. Uh, let's see what the last. His last video was three months ago, and then six months ago before that, and then ten. Oh, I was on the dot, kind of. Yeah. Every three months, <laughs> um, but oh, and his second to last video was uh about Van, but um, I get that. I I think that's a good excuse. I guess he's retirement mode. I'm mean, like he's put a lot of work in. Like I don't blame him. But uh, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. He gave that good vibe off, and I think that's what you should continue to give off. And I know if you had a grand, you'd say, "Oh, I'd get better equipment. It would make my content better." And that's the best way to think about content creation is like, when you start getting paid for something, you you don't go spend it on shit you don't need. Start, you know, give back to the community that helped you build, right? And, and start mm-hmm. making your content better. And by the time that you've made your content better, that money you have, then start doing appropriate things for it whether it's like okay now i'm gonna make sure like okay for instance like almost no one else in in your life could do this but mr beast right he literally gave back to the community you know like yeah his and and the number one thing he said and this most content creators say this and it's what we keep saying right now the number one thing he said is like as soon as you start making money put it directly back into your your channel or your page or something and that's what's going to help you out um and that's why I think a lot of people that are in it for the money usually end up fizzling away because once they get money, 
it's next to nothing. Mm-hmm. So just put it if you're really about it, man. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking to you directly. I'm talking to the people. If you're really about it, uh, put the money back into into the shit you're doing, and that goes with everything. Whether it's you're building a family, building a brand, building a, a YouTube channel, you put it back into it. You know, and that's what you're doing. I think you're realizing that and discovering that because you literally just said it to me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely yeah. believe believe in that. So, so do you think? Um, so if you had that grand. Okay, right. Let's go. Let's go back to it. If you yeah. had, if you had that grand, and I think that's the point I was trying to make. Was I was trying to feel like you couldn't really do much with it, right? Not because it's only not a lot of money, but because you kind of you've got a good solid thing going. And I think the answer for what you should do next is not my answer, but the answer you gave to me is um, broadening your creative horizons by making those films. Doing that stuff, doing that thing. I think, uh, not that you asked for my opinion, but I think uh, you've got a lot of potential. And I think you're, what I kind of envy in you or people like you is that you accidentally figured it out and are figuring it out. Like I know when you get a follower on TikTok, it's worth maybe like a quarter or less of a subscriber on YouTube because you can get them pretty easily. Um but you still have a little over 15K followers on TikTok and you're slowly figuring it out and you're getting it. And, and that's kind of what I envy where it's like your mission was to find yourself and through finding yourself, you've built a community. And now that you're building a community, there's so many more things you can do with that community. And the second you do something else that's creative, you're already going to have people that want to know what it is. I think that's something that's just super cool about the time we live out, like living in general, yeah. like that's, that's a possibility is like to, to gain a following. And then if you have a passionate following, it's like they, you know, and they liked it yourself and they will like, you know, potentially follow you to different creative like paths and, and whatnot. Um, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I don't know. I, 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 I think you're doing really good. I don't do, was, do. Is this the first podcast you've been on? You've been on a few. This is the first podcast I've ever Fucking <laughs> hell yeah, man. Look, you're talking to the East Coast over here. Isn't that weird? That's so yeah, weird. Like, well, what? Like, I'm a fan. It, this is, it's cool, fun. right? It's fun. It's like, what the yeah. fuck are we doing? I, I, it's kind of annoying, though, because um, I I love getting people in studio um, because it's like we vibe so much differently and like, oh, yeah. look at stuff and we're having fun. But, uh, you know, not only do you live on the other side of the fucking world, but that's not true. But... It's also COVID season, so, you know, who knows? Yeah. But that that's so cool that you're connecting, and I, of course I am too, but that you're connecting to all these different people and you're building an audience and you're building friendships. I mean, like, how did you meet Easton? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, that was, so Easton was one of, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember. Okay, okay, so th- there's this one um, TikToker. Um, who used to go by Hat Guy, and now okay. he goes by Will Cap, and I think he's okay. just like such an incredible uh, example of like community building, right? And he was actually the first person like that ever kind of gave me the courage to um, put myself on camera, yeah. like back when I was like first starting out and like messing around, like 
a lot of his content was about just kind of like having the courage to speak in front of a camera and whatnot. And, um, he like pretty much gave me the courage to like do it. Right. He yeah, was yeah. one of like, the people that like helped. I think he were, he replied to one of my comments on TikTok, and he was the first person to ever like comment on one of my pieces of content. Right. And oh so, yeah. So I he, see it. I see he reposted your thing. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he, um, is just like such an incredible example of like community building. And I'm pretty sure that, that Easton, Easton and I both followed him and either through the comment section or just like the for you page, we found each other. Yeah. And then, you know, Easton, it is kind of like this networking effect of like, okay, you know, there's like cat guy and then like we both followed him. And then like, um, so we kind of, yeah, we just like met on TikTok through his comments or whatever. And then, you know, I got Easton's number and we, we, we we've talked on the phone before and Easton's like so awesome to me. I, I think he's such a cool yeah. dude. And then, um, so yeah, that's how I, I met Easton. And that's another awesome thing about like TikTok too is like, like who cares about like the followers or, or like the potential money? It's like you, you meet a lot of cool people. Like I met you through like, yeah. this, you know what I mean? Like you, you just like meet. It's the first cool time we ever that's, talked. That's yeah. That's just cool. I, East, Easton's a machine though. Easton's like a computer. Like the he just, he's like nonstop all the time. I couldn't do what he does. Like, he like, he'll like, hey, Mark, go talk to this person. I'm like, Easton, do you like go to sleep? My God, like it's awesome. Yeah. Like, I, he's awesome. <laughs> Easton's yeah, great. Easton's like, like a, such a network. I don't think he awesome. sleeps because he's what a real estate agent. He's uh, he networks with so many people. He he's in crypto. He's in NFTs. Like, and he's on TikTok. Like, I I don't think he goes to sleep. I he's yeah yeah I no love it. he has a twin <laughs> and the twin does all the sleeping for them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I fucking so funny, but um, yeah, it's cool how everyone gets gets together and attached. And I realized recently, while I was just you know being me walking around, I uh, I was like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. You know, when you listen to a podcast, or you watch a movie, or read a book, like Power of Now, or whatever you're reading at the moment. And you you try to implement things you learn and and put it into your life. Like you try to become a better person. I've slowly been practicing a lot of what my guests have been preaching. Like my most recent guest, no, not my most recent guest. Um, one of my guests, his name's Ethan, and he talked to me about uh, setting your circadian rhythm and going outside, touching the grass, feeling the sun in your face and getting back into the, uh, uh, routine. And ever since recording with him, I've done exactly that. And I, I think that's so cool that my goal, I guess, when doing this podcast and stuff was to, I wanted to build a community. I want to have, I wanted to have a piece of the world. Right. But in through having that one goal, I started getting other things out of it too that I didn't even think about, which is actually getting real valuable information from a whole bunch of people around the world. And that's so cool, man. I, you don't even realize it. Yeah, it, it is really awesome. That's so cool. I, I what's, uh, I, I think you should definitely, uh, do more podcasts and stuff. You maybe, you know what I said decent, what he should do because he does, um, I don't know if he does it. I haven't checked, but he'll like do live chat. I said he should do live chats on TikTok with people. I think his uh, followers really like that. But 
you you recently went traveling with your friend, right? Um, to like Yellowstone is that? Yeah, is that where you were going? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was I was in Yellowstone and Grand Tetons for for a week. I think really I think that's I think doing like some kind of like I have this YouTube channel that I don't really post on anymore where I do I would like go hiking and stuff. And that, like, organically just gets subscribers because it's really niche and people like that. But I don't even really post on it anymore. I feel like it'd be really cool to see you be like, and this is California in your editing style. That would be awesome. I think that'd be really cool because I don't live in California. I'd like to know what it's like. That Yellowstone, fucking show me. I want to, like, before it blows up, show me what it looks like, you know? Like, I I would love to see. I think that'd be really cool. Because um, I, like, I think the reason why I like your content is because of the editing style. I think that's what really sells it to me. Um so I like that you actually incorporated, even if it was just like half a second, like one of your friends, and um, we got to see you explore a different environment. That was cool. I like that. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I definitely, yeah, I definitely want to do more stuff like that too. And, and I know, I, I think my, yeah, my TikTok kind of gives off like the self-help niche kind of, kind of lifestyle, right lifestyle, right? Um, I think that's not something that I, want to be boxed into though i'm not someone mm. who ever wants to be boxed into like one niche so like i would love to do like travel content and stuff like you know what i mean like i want like i never want to feel trapped in a box and that's kind of why i wanted to do a personal brand where i, I can just be like okay i can take this anywhere i want to go when i feel like getting like I, I never want to you know pander to an audience and just like make what feels right to me at the time so um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll well, yeah. Stuff. Whatever you got, I want to see. It. Like, look. We're so we're we're coming towards the end. Um. And I I really like this, and I, I kind of want to go back to what we were saying before. Is how we when we meet people and we're connecting and with the Easton and everything. Is that most of the time when I when I have people on, I have no idea what the hell we're going to talk about, and I like how after like ten minutes we just started talking about like what did I what did I say the fabric of like human brain or what I don't know what I said but like and I think that's cool and I don't of course like you said yourself and you're very self-aware about how you know everyone's got problems we got to figure it out we got to get better but I'm not perfect and I I want a mic I'd get a camera I would uh do whatever I if I would um say one last thing to you it's just what I keep saying to you is that um not only do I like what you're doing and how you do it. But I think you've realized that not only do you like having, you have a lot of fun doing this. I think you've realized that you're, you're kind of, you're pretty good at it and it hasn't taken much to get people on board with you because you're good at it. Um, and that's from the outside looking in, but so I think you should continue doing what you're doing. And like you say, you don't want to put yourself in a box and I don't think you should. And I think you're a person that won't find themselves in a box because I think you're going to be able to figure out how to make that self-brand rather than make yourself part of a different brand. I think you're going to be able to do that. Just keep doing what you're doing, of course. And, bro, do one of those minute-long films and send it to me as soon as you're done. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, look, is there anything else? I mean, thanks for thanks oh for yeah no me. of course well, my, my first podcast <laughs> this was great I was, that was lovely like, experience <laughs> I was like now say thank you to me no I'm kidding I'm dead, no all right yeah man absolutely this this is this is great um stay in touch I I, I thought 
I thought you were on the East Coast when you said the EST thing. I was like, oh, maybe I can get this guy to come here. And no, that's not happening, I guess. Cause you, one of these days. Man. One of these days. Um, <laughs> but that's it. Like I said before, stay on so I can debrief you. Um, everybody, thank you for watching. I'm going to have all of Kyle's stuff in the description, his TikTok. Go, go look at what I was talking about. Like, go get the fresh breeze, right? The, uh, the, the refreshness. And it's the editing style. It's the editing style. I know people don't really notice the editing style. They, they, they consume the whole thing. But look at the editing style. I, I really enjoy that. Subscribe to his YouTube. Follow his TikTok. And whatever else is in the description. I have no idea what's going to be there because I haven't edited any of this shit yet. So who knows? But go take a look. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.